just got back from talking to people we don't know about abortion, and now we're debriefing. Join us. We are created equal, and we're inviting you to debrief with us. Hey, y'all. I'm Lexi. Hey, everyone. It's Seth again. And today we are debriefing a conversation that honestly is one of the more confusing ones. It's not that hard when you jump into it, but this whole question of war kills too. Is war the same as abortion? What do we do with these things? What is our actual case? It's going to be an important conversation. And joining us today, we have gap year intern Claire. Claire, this is her second week as a gap year intern um, with us. She was a summer intern this year, which is a two-month-long internship where you um, basically go halfway in the classroom learning um, a ton about abortion apologetics, about worldview, and then the other half going out on the streets conducting outreach. Um, And so Claire is going to be working with us for nine months for the gap year internship where she's going to be working in the office and then also um, going on all of our outreaches as well. So thank you so much, Claire, for joining us. Yeah, it's good to be back with Created Equal and to be on the podcast. And Claire is someone who our listeners, maybe you will uh, benefit from Claire's work as she's doing her gap year internship, because as Lexi said, she'll be on the streets a lot doing outreach, but also helping with this podcast. So uh, maybe you won't always hear her in front of the microphone, but she'll be behind the scenes helping us do things. For Am I making sure. that up? No, you're not making that up. And she's also working on videos. You give stuff, me a blank so stare. Our no. producer just looked at me like, what are you talking about? Well, and our producer's the one that's like also in the, her department. So I think she probably should know that. Come on, Esther. I don't know what's wrong. This is getting but... confusing. Please stick with us. Let's, <laughs> Sorry, let's try y'all. again. Keep going. I'm running so... the Instagram. <laughs> there we go. Okay, there our Instagram. That's what I thought it was. Okay. <laughs> so follow us on Instagram at uh, the debrief, right? De- no, debrief with us. Oh, debrief with us. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> we can get it together. Let's. Anyways. Okay. So we were at Capital University today conducting outreach. In Bexley, Ohio. Um, yeah, Bexley, Ohio. So um, Claire's going to be talking to us about a lovely conversation. We got to see the clip before y'all did. Um, and I'm sure you will just enjoy every second of it when we show you it, but Claire kind of go over what happened today whenever these guys started coming up and talking to you. Yeah. So they came up to us shortly, um, before we left and they came up and they were just asking, they said, um, you're obviously pro-life, right? And I was like, yes. And so then they were just talking to me a lot about war and how was I against war? And I was against like the something that happened recently with where a bomb was um set on some women and children and I was telling them I was against that but then they were kind of like after that then they were like will you join our anti-war cheer and then they started doing an anti-war cheer and, yeah. <laughs> yeah and y'all get to hear a little bit I guess I mean we could even go into that right now if you want yeah let's jump in just jump, jump into in. the clip real quick hello uh, how are you guys today Pretty good. I take it you're uh, pretty pro-life? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the U.S. military? Um, what do you mean, how do I feel about them? Well, I mean, if I was a pro-life person, uh-huh. uh, I think I would be pretty disgusted by the organization that's probably killed the most children in recent history. Uh, would you Would you share that perspective? Well, what do you mean, like, at the border? Well, here, here's an example. Well, I mean, there's a... Uh, very recently, there was a 500-pound bomb and a 2,000. It was uncovered the uh, the article. 500-pound bomb and 2,000-pound bomb dropped on a group of children and women in Syria, uh, despite the fact that the area had been controlled, secured, and it's been being patrolled. Um, so just this kind of uh, you know whimsical disregard for human life. It's it's interesting that this is the one area that uh, a lot of conservatives focus on uh, in terms of pro-life, but sort of neglect the the other aspects of this issue. No, well, I think killing any innocent human being is wrong. 
Um, and I think a lot of terms of war um, do have that you shouldn't kill innocent women and children. And if that happened, I do think that is wrong. Yeah. Um, because, um, and I know in the past there have been treaties and that kind of stuff saying that is wrong and you shouldn't do that. Um, but yes, I would say that is wrong. You want to share anti-war with us? I'm sorry? You want to share anti-war? Anti-war! 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 I would say anti-war. Keeps on going. But I think... Wait, are you pro-war? <laughs> all right, so I simply okay. kept chanting. That there's so, so much awkward. in that clip. There's a lot to unpack, but I just want to say, yeah. first of all, that whole that phrase, whimsical disregard of human life. I think it was human life. Mm-hmm. I love that phrase, right? I mean, I think I can picture so many people who fit that category who come out when we're outside on campus and they're, they have signs saying things like fetus equals yummy and all kinds of gross mm-hmm. things. Like, that is a whimsical, as in like mm-hmm. a joking disregard. Maybe whimsical is not the right word, but still, it's a very shocking disregard for human life. That's a powerful phrase. Yeah, I think I was wanting that clipped in so much. Um, Okay, well, the first thing he says when he comes up to you, or one of the first things he says when he comes up to you Mm -hmm. is, well, if I was pro-life, I would believe this and that. Mm -hmm. What does he mean, or what do you think he means when he hears that you're pro-life? Well, he probably thinks I'm pro-life in every situation. Like, What do you mean by that? Like against killing and against not, maybe not some people think animals, but mm-hmm. just like against any killing of any people and of any humans. I think that's a hundred percent right. I, a lot of times, well, this is just actually a couple weeks ago, we were doing open microphone at Bowling Green State University. One protester shouted at me, are you pro-life? And I said, well, I'm anti-abortion. And she said, oh, okay. And walked away. I think they, they're trying to set a trap for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're pro-life. You oppose any killing of any kind, any whether it be not only human, but as Claire suggested, some even say any animals or anything like that, or even walking on grass. And they want to say, well, you walk on grass, you eat meat, and so on, so your, your view is wrong. Here's why I find the labels just really kind of unnecessary. We have, um, I don't insist on either pro-life or what we, I normally say anti-abortion. I don't insist on either one because I find labels, first of all, not very helpful, right? We mm-hmm. kind of hide behind them. Yeah. What matters is what do you really think about pre-born humans? Are they equal to you or not? What do you think about intentionally killing them? Is that right or wrong? So whether it be pro-life, I find that kind of honestly a little um, incomplete as a, as a label. And same with pro-choice. Mm-hmm. What choice are you defending? I mean, Lexi, what do you do with this conversation? Well, like in that instance, whenever he's trying to go off and say, well, if I was pro-life, I believe this and that, um, I would stop him and say, well, I'm not um, even advocating for that. I'm advocating um, opposing abortion. Um, I'm anti-abortion. And I think a lot of people who consider themselves consider themselves pro-life, they'll hate to use the term Mm -hmm. anti-abortion. I think it's becoming more um, common for people to use the term anti-abortion because I think a lot of people are like, oh, they don't want to be so negative and yep. pro-life seems really positive. But when you're opposing the destruction and murder or um, intentional killing of innocent children, um, I'm fine sounding negative towards something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, sorry, you go. Yeah, I mean, I think that you're exactly right because all three of us and Esther, our producer who's hanging out back here, I think we'd all be fine to say we are anti-sex trafficking, right? No yeah. problem at all because it's yeah. disgusting. We're anti-human slavery. No problem. So why abortion? Why would we be afraid to be anti? I, mean, I think you're right, Lexi. People want to be more positive, and that's fine. Again, I'm not against the label. I just find with our, our detractors, they actually appreciate the honesty, yeah, I'm anti-abortion. I'll be totally honest with you. This is the choice I am opposed to. Mm-hmm. Will you be uh, consistent and say you're pro-abortion? That's where it gets a little squishy, right? Yeah. And I think that even the guy coming up to you, Claire, um, 
I, I think there were, were there like four guys or how many there guys? Three, there? three yeah. guys. Okay. So, and they stood around for a while before coming up, probably like 15 minutes or something. Just like watching. Yeah. Kind of sounded like they were kind of choreographed and like who was going to say what mm-hmm. and they knew yeah, what they were going to. For gonna- sure. They like <laughs> definitely thought this out. Yeah. I think they thought they were going to completely like destroy you and destroy your arguments by bringing this up, um, which kind of goes back to it. They made a lot of assumptions about you. Um, sure. They were like, well, first they assumed you're pro-life which and then they assumed what you meant by being Mm pro-life um they assumed I think they said somewhere in there that you were conservative or like this is what conservatives get wrong about yeah I don't know yeah but what do you do whenever you have somebody coming up to you who's just assuming right off the bat like all of these things about you um and then kind of putting you in this other group and attacking that group um instead of attacking your views that you're um telling them yeah for sure and I know some of the things they were saying were true about me but that wasn't yeah. there what I what I was there to talk about and so um and I did go into the war like trying to explain that that wasn't the same and I am against some of it but at the same time yeah going back to that's not what I'm here to talk about I'm here to talk about abortion and whether or not that's wrong whether or not I'm being consistent on that as a person doesn't matter that doesn't make abortion right or wrong I wish Esther could make us a little zinger here right now for a fallacy alert. Like, this is something important, right? We need to start detecting uh-huh. these things. Everyone in conversations, we should be doing this. When they walk up to Claire and attack, as you just said, Lexi, attacking her more mm-hmm. than her view, we all recognize that's the ad hominem fallacy, attacking a person, not the idea. Claire was giving a case against abortion. Now, their response is, what do you think about this? And are you inconsistent? And what do you think about this when you chant with us, right? That's just irrelevant, interesting, but irrelevant to the topic of is abortion right or wrong? Yeah, and I think what Claire was saying was um, absolutely true about um, how even if you didn't believe um, in, or even if you believed in war and war was a bad thing, or even if you didn't believe in war, that wouldn't um, alter the morality of abortion. Mm -hmm. So Seth, what do you do whenever people are bringing up different things? They'll bring up war with us. They'll bring up other um, injustices or things that they perceive to be injustices and then um, ask us if we support those things. And if we don't, then why are we then being against abortion? How do you kind of um, look at that and then verbalize how that isn't really logical to just Mm -hmm. point out something um, that might be wrong um, in our beliefs and then Um, excuse abortion for those same reasons well a couple of thoughts i think one i remember being at university of um oh gosh it was no i can't remember where it was um up in minnesota or somewhere but someone (laughs) yeah they were looking at my shoes saying my shoes were made by some kids somewhere in a sweatshop and i said i don't i'm not wearing nice shoes i don't think you really understand but anyhow i just said you know let's admit you're right i'm inconsistent what bearing does that have on mm. whether abortion is right or wrong? I mean, I could be the biggest hypocrite, and you could, all four of us in this room could be the biggest hypocrites. That would not change anything about the rightness or wrongness of abortion. So first, I want to just clarify for them, um, what are we talking about? Are we talking about Seth Dreyer? I mean, that's I'm interesting, I guess. I mean, I find the topic <laughs> interesting. interesting. I'm sure most people are not find, would not find that interesting, but that's I can funny. talk about that. But that's not the topic of the day. We're talking mm-hmm. about abortion right now. But my second point would be, um, you know, shout out to anyone from my old youth group. I was a youth minister years ago, and I talked about our shirts and previous podcast, but when we used to do um, pro-life outreach, people would come out and say, war kills two all the time. So I'm, I'm familiar with this kind mm-hmm. of argument. The war kills two, abortion kills. It's just, it's it's uh, another fallacy alert. Like, they are avoiding the wrongness of the topic, which I'm talking about abortion, by saying, well, this hap- this is killing two. Two wrongs don't make a right. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what you think about abortion. And I'm, as Claire was in that clip, I think, this is what Claire did so well, 
open to their concern, open to saying some things that happened in war are wrong, but the wrongness of that incident does not make abortion right. It's irrelevant. We need to know is, is abortion right or wrong. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. And I think you did that really well, Claire. Um, in the conversation, he when he asks you, do you believe in war? Um, you said, well, what do you mean by that? And asking that clarifying question, and because you know they were coming over there to try to put you into a yeah. corner, um, but you handled yourself really well and stood your ground. So what were your thoughts as you were talking through that conversation with them? Um, what was kind of going through your mind? I wasn't sure where they were going to take it. <laughs> Honestly, that was a big part. I was like, where are they going with this? Yeah. And like, even after they asked my question, they asked the questions about like the the war and the children. And I was like, okay. So I said I was against that. And then they were like, will you chant anti-war with us? And I was like, I said I was against when they, yeah. when they kill women and children in war because it's against the treaties. That's excellent. And I think that gets to what we need to go into next. And that is, though, you can chant. I mean, you could say you're anti-abortion because abortion is always wrong. Mm-hmm. Elective abortion is always, it is the intentional killing of innocent humans. That is always morally wrong. But war is not necessarily always wrong. I mean, I, I, this yeah. is so interesting. We have this just like short-sighted history, right? Rewind the clock less than 100 years. We're back in World War II era. Would anyone say, I'm not going to defend all the reasons for which the for which the America joined the Allies, but the idea of fighting against the genocide of Jewish people with war is mm-hmm. something generally people say is a good thing, right? War yeah. can actually be necessary. So um, I think what Claire, again, what you did so well is you admitted, yes, that action, action in war, if what they said is true, truly happened, that is wrong. War is conditional evil. It's evil if we are intentionally killing civilians, things like that. It's not by definition evil. Whereas abortion, the intentional killing of innocent humans, that is necessarily evil. And that those are two separate categories, conditional evils and necessary evils. And they're not the same thing. Well, I think people get those things really confused. I think um, a lot of people will say, no, war is always evil. And then abortion, um, you know... It, can be moral sometimes, depends on what it is. So I think they actually get them flipped Mm. quite often. Um, So Claire, what do you do in that circumstance where they're kind of putting abortion into a different um, category? They'll put it maybe in the conditional evil category. How do you kind of explain to them, no, it's always wrong, no matter what circumstance? Yeah, um, we'll just point out that like war, it can change on conditions on the outside. Like um, if we're being attacked, if, if, like that kind of stuff, but abortion, even no matter what circumstance the mother is in or whatever, what the child is going to be born in, we're still killing an innocent human being in war. That's not always the case. Mm. Um, like a lot of wars are like people volunteered to go fight for their country. Like they're putting themselves there at risk or whatever. And so like in this case, no matter what it, what it, the child is going to be born into or, um, what the mother's going to go through, it's still killing it intentionally killing an innocent human being. That's so well said. And I think that's super interesting that even like this common ground we have with these gentlemen you talk to, uh, you know, they're talking about dropping those bombs on these people. That is an action of intentionally killing innocent humans. So they already agree with us on our principle yeah. here that it's wrong to do that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And that's an important point here. Well, otherwise, they wouldn't even be saying anti-war. But they they share our principle. They just don't apply it equally. Apply it to any born humans like them, but they don't give the pre-born humans the privilege or the dignity of applying that principle to them. And that is short-sighted. 
Yeah. And I think if they, um, we could actually find common ground with them that way. If they weren't, I don't think they were really wait, wanting to have a genuine conversation with you, oh, but, no, I don't think so. um, if they were, I think that'd be a, a great place to find common ground with people. Yeah. If they're like, well, I really care about, um, women and children, innocent people being harmed in war. You could say, well, yes, I believe those people are valuable. And that's the same reason why I think innocent children in the womb should be protected for the same reason. Mm-hmm. I thought that something was very interesting that um, I think the first guy said to you saying that, well, I think after he asked you what he thought about, you thought about the um, U.S. military, he said, well, um, I think that uh, you should be uh, against, or I can't remember exactly what he's saying, but the organization Organization. that kills Mm -hmm. the most um, children um, in recent recent history. history. And the first thing that popped in my mind was, well, in America, the organization that kills the most children every single day is Planned Parenthood. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I mean, look at the numbers, right? I mean, yeah. if that's interesting. I would ask him how many have died in these unjust wars. Because we're not we're not saying here we're, we're in favor of all war, right? We're saying the war yeah. can be justified, yeah. Yeah. conditionally justified, conditionally evil. But if he is against, on sheer numbers, killing these innocent people, give us the numbers. I, when I ask people that on campus, they can never verbalize for me how many innocents are dying. Mm. Have you ever heard anyone give a number? No. no. <laughs> yeah, right, but we can give numbers right yeah. now. 2,300 every day. In our country, it's what, like 900,000 die by abortion across the globe. Uh, hit the show notes. This is coming from Gutmacher.org. Uh, across the globe, it's like 70-some million every year die by abortion. The numbers are just shocking, astronomical. Give me any active war that has ever killed that many. You won't find it. Yeah. yeah. And I think that maybe that would be something. If anybody is in a conversation, um, all of our listeners, if you're in a conversation with somebody and they bring up war, um, you can make that connection with them and um, find that common ground, which is always a helpful thing, especially if they're willing to talk to you and be logical through um, their positions. Because again, why why would we harm innocent little children? And I think it goes back to humanizing the preborn, especially. And so, um, just like we would, just like whenever they're bringing up war and they're trying to um, portray those being harmed in war as being very vulnerable and needing protection, which I think that they are, um, we should portray the preborn in the same light. That's a really good point. I think it's super important. And that kind of reminds me of what I think Claire did so well in this conversation. I hope listeners are taking this away from it. We know they had this kind of orchestrated, right? We already said they were watching you, thinking for a while, camp as a group, and started chanting all this stuff. Um, I love how you responded. Because we can like we can tell when someone is trying to trap us and trick us or something, but we still treat them with all the respect and the dignity, even if the way they're acting toward us is not that way. And I love that you did that, Claire. I mm-hmm. think it's super important because we want to still, even though they don't care about us and treat us well, we treat them well. I think that was super important what you did there. Yeah, Claire, you handled that very well, especially when they start chanting. I would, my tendency, at least in my head, would just be to start laughing, Um, maybe out of a little bit of feeling uncomfortable, three guys around me just chanting that, I don't know. And when they asked me what it was, they were like, do you want to join our chant? I didn't even know what they said. What are you going to be saying? (laughs) And even if I had, I would have been like, no, I'm not against it. But you handled that really well, and you were just kept your um, a level head during the entire thing, which was great. Yeah, that's super important. So I think hope, hopefully our listeners, you know, you can replay this, listen to that clip again, and just enjoy that like Lexi's going to be enjoying on on repeat, <laughs> I suppose, right? But um, hopefully 
getting from this, the important points to distill down are labels don't matter so much. What matters is what do you really believe about preborn humans? Are they equal to us or not? What do you believe about intentionally killing them? Is that right or is that wrong? Don't get hung up on those labels. People spend too much time defending them. We just say set them aside if they're a distraction. Talk about abortion itself. And remember this, that not everything that is wrong is in the same category. Some things like abortion are necessarily evil. Others like war are only conditionally evil. But I think this is a super important point, important topic of conversation. Hopefully this will help you in your discussions. And Claire, thank you for joining us to share this today because I think it's been a really, a really good dialogue. Yeah, it was. I'd never heard anything really like it. I had a conversation like it before, so it was good. All right, so before we wrap up, though, I want to give a shout-out to one of our followers. We have been getting some reviews on Apple Podcasts and other podcast catchers, and these are really helpful for us as we try to grow our audience. And one of our recent comments was from, I love this handle. He said, Thorin, son of Thrain. Now, two of us in this room don't know Lord of the Rings, but Esther, producer Esther and I, we love it, so we're going to give him a shout-out. But what Thorin said was, um, he said this is super practical. He said, every episode is full of street-level apologetics. As the guests share their unique encounters, short but informative every episode. And then he says this is really cool. There is not a more practical podcast I found on answering questions about abortion. Well, Thorne, whatever your real name, maybe, maybe that is your real name, we're glad you are listening to our podcast. And um, please, everyone else, send us a uh, DM us on Instagram or other social media. We'd love to be interacting with you as we continue talking about these important discussions. And, and in the meantime, also, if you haven't followed us officially, please do subscribe. You can also find us on social media at Debrief With Us on Instagram, or you can just go to createdequal.org. But thank you so much for joining us again this week. We are Created Equal, and this has been The Debrief. <laughs>